0: Welcome to the Soul Talk Podcast. I'm Mary Beth Rim, a licensed psychotherapist and coach dedicated to promoting holistic well-being. This podcast is tailored for anyone seeking a healthier lifestyle through enriching conversations about the mind, body, and spirit connection. Please note, we are not a replacement for any type of medical care or therapy. So join us on this journey to discover your true self. And let's embark on this journey and put in the miles together. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Soul Talk podcast. The topic of today is talking about illness versus wellness, a journey of self-discovery. And this podcast is really aimed to empower you to take control of your own health and well-being. It also provides practical insights and strategies to support you in your journey towards wellness. I'm here to foster a community of support for you as well. Whether you're just starting on your journey or you're going through some health challenges, whatever it may be, I'm here to foster and support you. Also here to challenge the stigma surrounding illness and mental health, and also to mainly to inspire you to embrace your own journey of self-discovery and personal growth. So let's talk about, the very first thing I'd like to talk about, kind of get it out of the way, is understanding what illness is. What is illness? We've all been ill. We've all been sick before. So what exactly is illness? Illness can range from mild to severe symptoms and be caused by various factors, such as viruses, bacteria, genetics, environment, and lifestyle choices. There are two main types of illness. There's physical illness, and then there's mental illness. So seeking professional help and support for both types of illnesses as mental health can impact your physical health, and your physical health can impact your mental health. It also can impact your loved ones in a variety of ways. It can cause them to have physical, emotional, and also financial impact. Also, as it can strain your relationships as well, as it's really tough to see loved ones going through. Um, some significant illnesses. But coping mechanisms can help, such as seeking support, practicing self-care, focusing on what what really can be controlled. Relaxation techniques, expressing your emotions is also really important. Staying engaged in activities and setting realistic goals can help you manage the physical and emotional impact of whatever you're going through and within your illness. And keep in mind that when we're sick and you go seek a doctor, the doctor is really the one that's actually in control. You're in control too. However, there's a lot of people who really put their faith in, in the doctor and Whatever the doctor tells them to to do, whether take this medication, not take this medication, whatever it is, the doctor's the one that actually prescribes it. Where wellness is, is very different. Wellness is a holistic approach to health. It involves making positive lifestyle choices, such as healthy eating. Regular exercise, managing stress. It also includes several dimensions, which is physical, emotional, spiritual, intellectual, and social wellness. Achieving wellness also contributes to a person's overall quality of life and well being by improving your physical health, reducing stress and anxiety, increasing energy and vitality, and improving your emotional health and creating a stronger social connection it can also lower some of those symptoms, if not completely, have them go away. So wellness is, is where you are in control. You take control of your life. You take the reins, whatever it is that you need to do. So to transition from illness to wellness, you need to seek And set realistic goal, whatever that goal is. I I always tell people, just one goal. Stick with one thing. What is it that you want to change right now? What is it that you want to tweak in your life that's going to bring you to better health? That's going to bring you to wellness, whether it's going out for a walk in the morning or even at lunchtime or in the evening, just to get out and get that fresh air. What is it that's going to help you? start to set that intention that I want to be well, that I want to take control of my own health. Whether it's seeking out professional support, whether, you know, from a therapist or a doctor, whoever, someone that's going to sit and listen to you. Not someone that's going to sit there with their iPad and start typing away, And they're not looking at you and they're just saying, okay, well, you have this, 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 and this, and I'm going to give you this, this, and this. Goodbye. That's not, that's not wellness. That's, that's keeping you in an illness. So what is it that you want to do to set a goal for yourself? Whether it's, okay, well today, maybe I'll eat a balanced meal. Now maybe I'll, instead of having, reaching for a candy bar, maybe I'll have, you know, a cup of blueberries or an apple or something. Something to kind of change it up a little bit to where you're going to feel better about yourself and whether you're going to feel better on the inside as well. So understanding what really what wellness is, is really important. It's a practice of healthy habits. Practicing mindfulness. And I know mindfulness is actually that a word that's been thrown around. Oh, probably for the last 10, 15 years maybe. What exactly is that? It means about being in the present moment. Being present with yourself. Being present with others. Not thinking about the past. And it's certainly not worrying about the future. It's right here, right now. And that's the key. The key is really to stay right here in the here and now, to stay present. What's going on inside you? What's going on around you? You want to be mindful of those things. You want to be present and engaged, whatever it is that's going on around you and having self-care practices that's very important really believe in taking care of yourself whether it's sitting down for 5 10 minutes and you know just closing your eyes whether you want to meditate whether you just need to take a breather just take a few minutes for you just to kind of calm your nervous system down, calm the mind, calm the body down just a little bit. Because we're all in high gear all the time. That's what causes illness, is when you're in constant high gear, constant, constant, constant. Wellness is about a balance of all of that. Knowing when you're on overload and taking that time to go, Okay, I need to take a step back. I need to just sit here for, you know, five minutes, two minutes, whatever it is. And just take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Self-care is not selfish. It's needed. It's needed. And building the support network. Embracing a positive attitude. Not every day is going to be rainbows and puppies. I I understand that. But what I mean by embracing a positive attitude is accepting where you are in the moment. And again, in that present moment, are you feeling like you want to wallow? It's okay. Just accept that, but move on. What causes illness is when you're stuck in it. Wellness is about acknowledging it. Being able to give yourself permission to be in that place, but also being able to change the attitude and go, yeah, okay, I did this and I'm good now and move on, move forward. And in other episodes, I'm going to talk very specifically about about emotions. So you don't want to really miss that. That's always a a, a really good um, topic. Let's, let's talk a little bit about self-discovery. What exactly is that? And that goes with wellness. Wellness and self-discovery are both lifelong processes, which involve gaining deeper understanding of yourself, which leads to a personal, personal growth and also a more fulfilling life. So some techniques for self-discovery um, include journaling, whether you're writing out uh, whatever you're writing out, just kind of getting things off off your chest. Whether it's meditation, and everybody can meditate, and I'll give you some examples of that um, another time. But everybody can meditate, and 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 you only need maybe a, a couple of minutes to do it. It's not something where you're sitting there for. 30 minutes or an hour. You don't, you don't need that. <clears throat> Just a couple of minutes. And I'll show you how to do that. It's very, very, um, very helpful. Also, a therapy is also extremely helpful. Finding someone, uh, a really, finding a good therapist, someone that's going to listen to you. Someone that's going to understand you. And also you need to understand yourself. That is really a part of self-discovery is accepting and understanding you and it's okay. It is okay. Some other techniques are self-reflection, creative expression, whatever it is. What, it, what is it that you like to do? You know, some ways that I like to express myself creatively, I like to write. I like to play music. I like to embroider. I like to put things together. What is it that you like to do? What is it that brings joy to you? You know, self-discovery can support your journey to wellness. It helps you understand your values and your beliefs and recognize your personal strengths and your weaknesses. Everybody has them. Everybody has strengths. So you want to take your strengths and you want to do more of them. You want to look at your weaknesses and go, okay, but you don't want to dwell on them. You want to work on them, but you don't want to stay stuck in them. There's a difference. And also managing your stress, managing anxiety. We live in a very high anxiety-provoking society. I mean, I see kids uh, come in from ages like 12 to high school, college, and they're stressed out, stressed out about they, they want to be perfect. They want to believe that. You know, that, wow, I step into a classroom and I should know this right now. And I always, you know, I tell them, I said, well, you're going to school because you're you're going there to learn. That's what school's about. School's about learning. You don't know this stuff. You know, you didn't, you know, fall out of, um, you know, your mother knowing how to walk and talk. It took, it was a process. It took a while to learn how to do that. So you need to be gentle With yourself, you need to recognize that managing your stress and anxiety, and know that it's okay to be where you are, right here, right now, in the moment. Right where you are right now is exactly where you need to be, and that's where identifying a goal and what are your motivations for for doing it. What exactly? Why are you trying? Why? What? Why are you setting this goal? And how are you going to take the steps to achieve that? Each little goal that you achieve builds more confidence, builds more perseverance, more resiliency. And that's what self-discovery is about. Self-discovery is about healing. Self-discovery is about getting back up. Self-discovery is about learning about you, loving. You. Not to say that we won't ever come across any obstacles, because we will. Obstacles are everywhere. And they can hinder your journey to wellness if you're not careful. So you have to identify these obstacles. And some common obstacles that you need to maybe identify is maybe you're suffering from a lack of motivation Negative self-talk. We're the, our worst critics. We're always beating ourselves up. Unhealthy habits. We, go, we, started on, we started creating some really good healthy habits. We stopped drinking alcohol. We stopped smoking. We stopped um, is talking bad about ourselves, whatever those healthy, unhealthy habits were. And we, we started to develop some good habits, and then we went back to them. But again, where you are is where you are. But identify that, oh, well, yeah, um, I'm in my un- unhealthy habits right now, and I need, I need to just jump back on. And so you may be going through some limited support. Maybe, you know, maybe you don't have enough support or people that didn't support you in your journey or don't support you in your journey. Not everybody's going to support you. Not everybody's going to stand up and go, yeah, that's awesome. No, they're not. They're going to be mad. They're going to be mad that you're changing. They don't want that. They want the old person back. That's why it's like, oh, come on. You know, we can, we can go out for a beer. Or we can do this. We could do that. Just one, is it going to be harmful? You have to, sometimes you just have to just acknowledge that that's not support. That's hurting your wellness. That's hurting your health. And sometimes we have to make hard decisions about who we hang around with, about who we think is supportive of us. And that's a really tough thing. That's a really tough thing to, to overcome. That's a very tough obstacle, but that's where the support comes in. That's where professional support comes in to where it's okay. You're not alone. You don't have to be alone. So you want to embrace your healthy habits. You want to practice self-compassion. You want to be compassionate with yourself. And you want to be resilient. Humans are very resilient and and persevere through adversity. We all face adversity, but we can persevere. That's for sure. So what is it that you want to do? What goals do you want to set? Do you want to stay in an illness? Do you want to make those decisions that are really difficult? Do you want to get on a, a path to wellness? Do you want to start some, you know, do you want to start somewhere and then just keep going? You want to find the proper support that you that's going to keep you on that journey? Whatever it is, you can do this. It just takes a decision on where you want to be in your life and learning about yourself, learning about your values, your beliefs, all of that. Let me share a quick personal story with you. At two and a half weeks old, I was diagnosed with ventricle septal defect, VSD for short. It's a congenital heart condition. It's a blockage in the heart that Obstructs blood flow between the ventricles, and it causes a mix of oxygen-rich and oxygen-poor blood, which results in a ineffective circulatory system. So the severity of the condition really depends on the size of the hole. So some people can have like a pinprick hole in their heart, and and that can be that can actually be self-repaired. It can the heart can actually repair that. But I I personally did not have that. I had a hole my heart roughly the size of a half dollar. And at the you know, required um corrective surgery. And back when I was, you know, two and a half months old, or excuse me, two and a half weeks old, um, open heart surgery at the time was a really major deal. It was a major deal. So the the doctors were not con, you know convinced that I would make it through the surgery. So they waited. Uh, a good ten years before, I was able to get that corrected, but it interfered with it interfered with my my health, it interfered with my physical health, my emotional health, my social health, my educational health. Um, I was not I growing up I was not able to participate in in gym classes. I wasn't able to participate in recess. And I was out of school more than I was in. I was sick all the time, whether I had a cold, a flu, fevers, high fevers, whatever it was, um, I caught it. And that was my that was my belief. My belief was that I was, I was sick. I was ill all the time, and so it interfered with with my relationships. You know, which I really didn't have very many because if you're not in school, you don't. Know, i don't get to socialize and it affected my education because i had gaps in my education because i missed more than i was there but it wasn't until many years later i think i was in my late 20s early 30s when i started having more um, mental health type issues such as anxiety and depression didn't know really where they were coming from um but, you know, I really lacked the confidence. I lacked a lot of things about myself. I, you know, but I was always pretty resilient. Um, but I still lacked confidence in myself. And so I seeked out some um, therapy and went on this self-discovery journey and really learned about myself and really learned about what I wanted in my life and the decisions that I can make for myself and what served me what didn't serve me who supported me who did not support me that was really important and it's a lifelong process because I still struggle with a lot of I still struggle with you know some things but now I you know I mean I I can recognize it and and dig in and go okay this is what I need to do. You know, I know what, what works, what doesn't work. And I think that you can too. So, but it takes, you know, it's something that you have to really be present every day when you wake up, the decisions that you make for yourself in terms of your health, in terms of your overall health, The mind, the body, the spirit, it's all connected. As I always say, when one is off, if you're feeling emotionally off, your body's going to feel off. Your spirit's going to feel off. If you're feeling physically off, your mind is going to be off. Your spirit is going to be off. But you can get back on track. You really can. So this podcast actually emphasized the importance of self-discovery. Resilience and perseverance in achieving your wellness. And wellness, it's a, it's a holistic approach to health and well-being. And some of the techniques that I had talked about include setting a realistic goal, seeking professional support, engaging in healthy habits, figuring out what healthy habits that you want to develop, what old habits do you want to ditch. Practicing mindfulness, being present with yourself, self-care, positive attitude, and obstacles, they'll they'll be there, but that's okay. And some obstacles could be, at the moment, lack of motivation, negative self-talk, going back to unhealthy habits, limited support, stress, burnout, but you can get back on the train. You can get back. And some of the ways to overcome those obstacles is to seek support, professional support, setting a realistic goal, feeling good about yourself, embracing a healthy habit, and most of all is really practicing self-compassion and acceptance of yourself. I hope that I encouraged you to continue on your On your journey to wellness and seeking support and setting a goal and healthy habits and mainly being patient and persistent in your effort because it will pay off. Again, this is not a one size fits all, this is not a quick fix, this is not a 30 day transformation. It is an everyday Process. And I'm here to help you stay on that train, that journey, that road, whatever it is, I'm here to help you stay on it. Remember, everyone's journey to better health and wellness is unique. And it's important to find strategies and practices that work for you by prioritizing self care, staying active, getting enough sleep, connecting with others eating a balanced meal, managing stress. You take control of your own health and well-being and achieve a better quality of life. I want to thank you for listening to the Soul Talk podcast. I hope this episode has given you valuable insights and strategies to enhance your health and well-being. So let's keep the conversation going. You can connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, my handle is LCSW Runner, or on Facebook. You can connect with me at one of my groups. Oh, uh, one group is High Impact Series and the other group is High Impact Wellness. So stay tuned for future episodes where we will explore a variety of wellness-related topics. Remember, prioritizing your wellness is a continuous journey, not a destination. By consistently practicing self-care and putting in effort, you can achieve optimal well-being and live your best life. So let's embark on this journey together and put in the miles and the work. Thanks for listening.